Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yizzo! Johnny? Hi. <laughs> What's crackalackin', sis? You okay over there? Getting getting warm. It's cold as fuck. You think it's cold in here? Just in general. It's winter. I hate winter. I'm ready for this to be over. Oh, I could just turn the heat up. You didn't say that. What? You didn't say that in the mic. I'm just... I could turn the heat up. You want the heat up higher? No. Okay. Well, shut up then. No. All right. Today... uh, we are taking a break from our fucking stressful ass podcast to make you think about your life. <laughs> Do you think that's and self reflect? Yeah, man, we be on some bullshit sometimes. Um, something that is really that really sits near and dear to me, and I realized this when I was getting my hair braided like two months ago. And I sat there and I was doing work while I was getting it braided because shout out to Hair by Karen. She comes to your house. But I was doing my work and then I was like, okay, let me put something on the TV. And all the, for the entire 10 hours, there's shea butter about to go in your eyes because you just (laughs) put it on wrong. Sorry. For all of the, you're crazy. Look at that about to go in your eyeball. It's that made shea butter and I'm putting it on my face. And in my eyeballs. <laughs> I watched Martin. Oh. For 10 hours. Oh my, for, oh my God. We never turned you it are off. A professional. We never You're turned it now. off. And I was like watching it and thinking to myself, this dude is a whole genius. Yes, he is. So th- get ready because this episode is dedicated to Martin. Exactly. I'm the man. He oh, and hey. he was. And he was. So a little backstory on Martin. Martin is one of six children. He was born in Germany, which is really interesting. interesting. Yeah. Not even American, honey. Oh. Elitist. Um, he was actually named after Martin Luther King and um JFK. So Martin, obviously from Martin Luther King. And I think his middle name is Fitzgerald for JFK. Um, his father was in the Air Force, which was why he was in Germany. Um, and his parents divorced when he was younger. And so they he's one of six children. So his family fell on hard times. And he credits wanting to cheer his mother up through that time to be his start Aww. into comedy. And he said he was always a kid that was like always doing something silly. And his mom would literally say things like Mama Payne said on Martin when she was like, boy, you, you're so crazy, boy. Like when he mimics his... So there's a really cool video. It's hard to find now because Bravo's cut, um, really um, cutting down on the, I guess, the the videos on YouTube that aren't, aren't supposed to be there. But it's Martin 
uh, being interviewed on Inside the Actors Studio. And he talks about all of this. And it's so cool to see him talk about his mom because it's literally he Mama goes Payne. Character. It's literally Mama Payne. She's like, boy, boy, boy you're so crazy, boy. Get down, sit down. Like, and he just said that she was really his you know introduction. His birthday? I don't. Know what his don't. sign is. Okay, keep talking. I'm going to look that up. Um, but it was really cool, too, because he credits his art teacher, who are, they referred to her as Froggy. And Froggy made a deal with Martin while he was young that if he would just let the kids do their work <laughs> and not tell any jokes, <laughs> she would give him the last five minutes of class, every class, really? to go ahead and tell jokes. That's amazing. Yes. And so it was really cool because... She was also the first person to go to him and give him um, a business card for a comedy club and say, you need to check this out. And he was like a young bull. And so he credits her quite a bit for his success. Um, And he used to say to her, like, you know what, Miss Froggy, if I ever make it, man. And when he talks about himself, he's Roscoe, which is hilarious. He's like, (laughs) you know what, Miss Froggy, if I ever make it, man, I'm... I'm going to get you whatever you want. What you want, Miss Froggy? <laughs> and he said that Miss Froggy was like, okay, boy, just buy me a car. Just buy me a car if you ever make it. Did he it. get Miss Froggy a car? And he got Miss Froggy a car when he made it. Man of his word. Yes. So that really made me happy. So from there, he went to open mics and such. And he said he bombed. He was like, I bombed at every open mic. I was trash. He would go out there and people would be like, who is this little big ear? Like they didn't want, you know, people go to comedy clubs ready to tear the comics up. Um, And then he was on Star Search and he won once and lost once. And he said that that was like one of the worst things that happened to him because he was like on top of the world feeling like, oh, I just won Star Search, you know, I'm, I'm hit it big. And then like nothing was happening for him. He was broke. He was living at home. He was like, he didn't have a pot to piss in. until so someone from Columbia, this doesn't work like this, I don't think anymore. But someone from Columbia reached out to him and was like, yo, are you interested in acting? And he said that his response was, well, I'm just sitting at home scratch my balls right now so sure I'm interested in acting and they were like okay cool and then he landed a part on the show uh what's happening now mm-hmm. which that's was a spin-off of yeah what was that what's happening yeah I don't know he I made said, that up <laughs> I, I don't you. know if that's true <laughs> Well, I never like, watched yeah. it. I'm like, yeah, okay. I thought you watched it, so I was trusting you. But there we are. Then from there, Spike Lee Uh-oh. has him in Do the Right Thing as C, mm-hmm. which was like really, I think, his breakout, breakout kind of thing, where he was just like, he was, he was main, he was a recognizable name to certain people at that time. From there, he did the house parties, and then from there, he did Boomerang. With Eddie Murphy, which was huge. Any comic doing boom, doing anything with, with Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Murphy at that time. He mm-hmm. said there were certain times where he would just be like, the what fuck? the fuck? Um, and then from there, which was really like his breakout into everyone's home, was Russell Simmons. Deaf comedy. Pinning him to be the host. Of, so please sorry. don't hit the mic. Of Deaf Comedy Jam, which was basically Deaf Comedy Jam was like the launching pad for, for a lot of niggas. E- 
Everybody. Everybody was on there. Like, if you can look up Def Comedy Jam, not the new, whatever they doing now. I'm talking about the old, old yeah. ones where Bernie Mac is mm-hmm. on there, Chris Tucker, like... And I Martin, think even Jim Carrey was on Def Comedy. I've, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was, too. And Ooh, then Monique, like... Everybody, Simone, everybody was on there. And even the people who, like, didn't pop off and you don't, you know, they didn't land. Oh, oh, who else? Um, Trace, what's his name? The home- Tracy Morgan. Yes. I love Tracy <laughs> Morgan. Yo, but Martin is fucking hilarious on Def Comedy. Like, he is, I could just watch him the entire time. He was hilarious. And the way the audience, like, that was, he was up on that audience. And then it's the best to watch the audience because they're all in their, like, 90s fucking get up. Sisters got their asymmetrical cuts. They got their figure eights. Like, they're doing their thing. And it's just. I don't know. I really highly, if you need a pick me up or if you just want to laugh, I highly recommend just YouTubing Martin on Def Comedy Jam because it's fucking hilarious. Then, <clears throat> drum roll, from 1992 to 1997, he gave us our cult That's it. classic. That was it. Five years. That's it? Yep. That's crazy, wow. right? Gave us our cult classic, Martin. Yes, that's it. I'm the man. Oh, oh yeah. So many people don't know, but Martin, he was the show's creator, the show's writer. He was busy. The executive producer and the star. Good for him. Good for him. Now, Ashanti, without looking at this list. No. Without looking at this list. That's okay. We can we can revoke your black card. It's fine. <laughs> oh, keep in mind he was also doing Def Comedy Jam at, at one point in tandem with Martin, which is just insane. Like that amount of work. He's also an Aries, since you guys wanted. Oh, to he's know. an Aries. Yeah, that makes sense. Does it? Yeah, okay. I get along with Aries. Oh, because you get along with Martin. Yeah, in my head. <laughs> I think we'd be like really good friends. How many characters did Martin play on Martin? Shanae. What do you want, Shanae? Oh my goodness. If it isn't Little Miss Attitude, why are you always over here? I mean, don't you have a bag? White boy Jerome. White? Is his name Jerome? White no. boy. White dude. It's Bob. Bob. Bob from whatever. It'd be Bob from Marketing. Hey, hey, hey. I heard there was a party, and I said, whoa, party's my middle name. Go The, the little snot-nosed kid. What's his name? So we got Jerome. No. Buy my pita brittle. It's only eight dollars and thirty cent a can. Isn't that a little expensive? Well, I gotta get my cut off the top. Hey, Roscoe, Bob, White Bob. 
White, I love White Bob. Um, Shout out to White Bob because Dave mom. Chappelle took that white face from Merton, but his okay. mom, Mama Payne. Girl, I'm here to help out with dinner because you ain't about to poison my baby with the Lord down scheme and his cooking. I don't know what the emotional attachment is that my son has for you. That's why I'm here. That's, if you want to know why I'm in this, um. Don't you know no good? Who is that? I don't know. Don't what? you know no good? Don't no good. Say. Don't you know no good? No. Right. Wow. Don't you know no good? That's Elroy. Elroy. Guess what? I know more than cars, man. Guess what? I know more than cars. <laughs> What's that? My music. I say, don't you know no good? No, no. Then there was karate, the karate ball. Oh my God. Who's that? (laughs) (laughs) Your man posted a video of him and it cracked me up because that's the best scene. That's Dragonfly Jones. Silence. Silence. I ain't got no money. Pop. I don't want any trouble. My life's about to get cut off. Had you been practicing on your art, you know you're way in the dark. Silence. Silence. So wait, how many is that? You said I can't remember. God damn it, six. Okay. Um, hold up. You missing like the main ones. Uh, Help me. Who's the other woman he played? Mama Payne and who else? A Shanene. Shanene. I said Shanene. Oh, you did? What about who did Pam date briefly? I don't know. Jerome. Jerome and Jerome in the house. <laughs> yes, Romy Rome. Rome. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jerome's got a new tune. These days I'm scratching and sampling. I say Jerome. I say Jerome. Rome, Rome. Okay. Him. And then who's the other one you're missing? I did pretty good. I can keep my You did heart. pretty good. King Beef. I don't even know what the fuck that King is. King Beef was the dude that would be he was never real. He would just be in the infomercials with Pam and Gina dancing around with him. It was weird. I don't know why he was in it. I don't know what that is. He was like an infomercial dude, and it was always Pam and Gina as his background singer. <laughs> he was King Beef. Oh, King Beef. Please help me this way. Ladies, I would love to rock each and every one of your worlds. But first, I must So we have Martin, he played Martin, Shanene, Jerome, Dragonfly Jones, Mama Payne, White Bob, Roscoe. Oh, you missed Otis, Mr. Otis. Otis! <laughs> I'm checking my balance if you don't mind. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Yes, I'm mine. Watch out. Move out that way. Move out that way. What you got there? What you got there, boy? Boy, boy, boy. Boy, look like you about to be mad as hell, boy. You can't afford to put cheese on a waffle, boy. Get that, get, get that. Come on, boy. Let's get the more moving, boy. Look, old man, you better back off before you get hurt. Oh, man. Yeah. So I got to be an old man, huh, boy? So I guess you work out a lot, huh, boy? Pretty, ain't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, pretty. I like to cop one of the mustard hoops, boy. Step off, man. I better step off, huh, boy? So I guess you're growing, boy, huh? You drink a lot of milk, huh, boy? Huh, boy? Show you what I got, boy. You want some of this? Boy, I want a lot of that, boy. <laughs> Look at your bar. Getting ready to take you down, bar. That's no, she don't know good and can't be. I don't know no good. Okay, let's argue. Who is the best Martin character outside of Martin that he played and why? My, the best or who my favorite was? Who's the, your favorite? That's the same. My thing. favorite, but he's not the best. But it was my favorite was the little snot nosed kid, Roscoe. Yeah, I loved him. Why? I, I don't know. I just loved the snot nose. He was endearing to me. Like I fuck. I wanted to like wipe his nose and take care ew, of him. I wanted every time he <laughs> was a on bad the screen, ass little boy. Too. I was disgusted. Like ew, wipe your fucking nose. I was so disgusted by him. Um, but because you just bring it up, brought it up. The karate. I still. You just told me his name. I can't remember. Dragon. Silence. Silence, boy. Silence. <laughs> wait, wait. And then the, the uh, Dragonfly Jones. And then the homie. So the best Dragonfly Jones scene is when Dragonfly Jones is trying to get money out the ATM. Mm-hmm. And he goes on. Martin goes on. It's like a cold open. Goes on this tangent of just like... This fake karate, fake karate for a solid like four minutes of show. And what's so amazing about it is none of it's choreographed. He's it's just fucking crazy. Literally Martin. Losing his mind. Just out there. He's he elbowed the the, <laughs> the tree, the bush. The, he, was not just the bu- the bush he was fucking the bush up, but he remember he elbowed the um the parking meter he elbowed that and there's always the dude who comes to him like yo can I get my check because I got an electric bill is doing he's like silence punk and then he's always about to fight him and gets his ass whooped but it's hilarious because Martin this is all improv this is all brilliant physical improv that it's like he's you brilliant. can't teach that kind no. what's of that called acting. slapstick it's like a certain if you want to get technical about I it I don't know I don't know what it's technically called, but I am just like, this man is a genius. And then what's even more interesting, can we talk about how difficult, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He's crazy. How difficult is it to play 
10 different characters on a show that you wrote, you executive produced, and you started. Good for him. I love Martin. No, we're like, we really. This is for Black History Month. <laughs> Shout out for Martin. Why are we talking? <laughs> we need to talk about the other motherfucking Martin. No, we talk <laughs> Martin around the way. Around the way, Martin is Martin Lawrence. Matter of fact, Martin Payne. <laughs> But there is, so I realized what a genius he was when I thought to myself, all of these characters are so specific. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite character? Um, my favorite character is Shanene. Fuck Shanene. I, I can't stand her. Why do, who doesn't like Shanene? I, I like the character, Shanene's but hilarious. was so... Shanae's hilarious. The nail scene when Gina goes and tries <laughs> to learn how to do nails. But Shanae, now that I go back, like Shanae was kind of like fly on the low. She was Shanae was fly as shit. <laughs> Shanae was fly as shit. Her hair it looked she crazy. Had... <laughs> and she had that big ass butt that all these bitches buying right now. But remember when she was balling? When he was like, come on, Tommy. Take me to the hole, Tommy. Take me to the hole. It was just like, yo. The accents that he had I for know. all these, like sh- the I lived for when Gina and Pam would accidentally bump into Shanae in the hallway. It hallways. was great. It was just like this lady is off her, her rocker and her hair. But we really need to think about and what the platinum leather jackets and she was killing it. First of all, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. We need to think about how somebody sits in their house, right? And just dreams up these characters. Well, he might have been surprised. Like, Shanae, we cracked the fuck up because we knew There are people that are like Shanae. We know that he's inspired. He was inspired, but you knew who that person was. So, like, if we go down a list, you know who Martin is. Martin is a showboating-ass Negro that probably has a little bit of imposter syndrome (laughs) that... Loves his woman, but is a product of his environment. Don't know, don't know how to act. Charming as fuck. Gets him I out. Yeah, him. he's so charming. And like, who doesn't want a Martin and Gina love? I don't know anybody that doesn't. Like, if I can't crack jokes with my man the way they did, even though Gina was arguably the most annoying character on the show, if I can't crack jokes the way they did, it's just like this the wrong son. Like, I can't do it. Like, wrong son. Wrong no, bag. I can't do it. But like. <clears throat> Then you have Shanene, who let's break Shanene down. What's Shanene's deal? Outside of because she's not just fucking crazy. She's a no, she was brilliant. She was the scheming, had ideas out there. First of all, she was a business owner. Okay. He was like, I do. Let me preface this. She's about them shmoney. Shmoney. He was on Inside the Actor's Studio, and David Lipton, who hosts that show, was like, yo. Can I talk to Mama Payne? Can I talk to Shanae? And you just watched Martin as Martin go into these characters. I have to watch this. It was insane. And he was like, uh. And David Lipton was interviewing them and he would answer in like the way Shanae would answer, informed as Shanae. So I was like, the kind of character development he, he did yeah. on these characters. Like, he was like, Shanae, what is your. Or, no, he said to her on Shanae, he'd say, Can I ask you, how do I pronounce your name? She said, How do you pronounce your name? Don't ask me how I pronounce my name. Like, went in on him. But it was like, most people would just say, My name is Shanae. But he was like, No, Shanae would be offended by uh-huh. that. 
And so, what the fuck is your problem? David Lipton. Like, it was hilarious. Then he went into, and David Lipton was cracking up. Then he went into, um, okay, Shanae, what do you do? She was like, I do hair. I beautify the women. Like, it was just like, it was amazing. Omar, I don't know how to describe that kind of brilliant. artistic yeah. and brilliance. Yeah. Um, that kind of work. Then you have, like, but what is Shanae's deal? Like, what is her deal? Let's break Shanae down. She's about that money. Right. She's independent as fuck. Independent. But she will she screw wants a, a motherfucker man. over. <laughs> yes. And she wants a certain kind of guy. Because remember, she was like, if you can't drink a 40, you can't be in here. She like, she is, well, she's why we love fucking Cardi B. Right. They, they you know what? I don't want to say Cardi and Shanae, <laughs> but... I will say, yes, she doesn't care about the politics. She don't give a fuck. She coming through as she is, long nails, hair, and you all the way done. Space. And she's always done. Like, she wasn't sloppy. She gave the fuck about how she looked. Oh, no, Shanae never was not shining. I just want to talk about those platinum leather skirts and jackets. <laughs> Even Gina and Pam, like, and their bodies back then. They yes. looked so good. Yeah, they were fit. Fit as fuck. They were super fit. That was crazy. Anyway. Then we got Jerome. Remind, Jerome in the house. How do you not? Jerome oh, in the oh. house. The player from the Himalaya. You don't remember who Jerome was? Yes. Come on. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Jerome. Just that song Watch alone. Just that song alone. How dare he come up with that? Where did he get that from? Niggas. He was playing. These, these are real people. That is absurd. <laughs> So what's Jerome's deal? Jerome is obviously stuck in the past. Jerome was probably the man back in the so? day. He was probably the man back in the day and then just stayed in that day. A hot-ass mess. Probably had hoes working for him. Well, I think, yeah, I think he's like a delusional. <laughs> he's a guy that you is going to meet you at your Anita Baker but, concert. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also the one, too, that he was doesn't. he was pulling he was bagging him because he bagged Pam. He, there was a certain charm about him too. His fucking hair. You just pulled. I him just up. pulled up a picture. <laughs> Describe. What do you see? He got this lopsided, misshapen <laughs> curl. Jer- listen, he got missing a tooth. He listen. He got on a purple snake suit right now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, Jerome. But he would have them fly ass leather jet. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> fly. Well, yeah, he was, like you said, he's kind of fly on he the was low. Kind of, I'm, I'm telling you, he was the man back in the This snake suit, though, with, with the, the chain tank and the purple tank top with Baby. the gold belt around his waist. Oh, Baby. my God, Jerome in the house. But this wig, this is the wig that everybody's grandma had back in the day. It's like curled up. You see it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I'm. Listen, I'm inspired for Halloween. We should both be <laughs> Martin, Martin characters. characters. All the whole squad. Um. Oh, we should totally do that. All right, next, Dragonfly Jones. I think you talking about delusional. I just think Dragonfly <laughs> is. I don't even know how to describe him. He's Wait, just is this the- <laughs> delusional. He is. You can't watch this during the podcast because you're not going to say anything. You're just going to laugh. Come on. He, so does the karate, karate, karate bull. bull. I just want to have the confidence of <laughs> Dragonfly Jones. 
I do. I want to have the confidence. I want to have the determination. <laughs> yes. yes. I want to have the perseverance. Yeah, that that nigga persevered. Shout and out to Dragonfly Jones. Whoop! It would be in there like here we are. Silent. Ma- Mama Payne. Mama Payne loved her son. That was a that church mustache. going <laughs> that mustache. And Martin didn't have a mustache for almost <laughs> any of these other characters, but Mama Payne, he brought that mustache out. He's disrespectful. If I was his mom, I would have whooped his ass. She was yeah, she was too she was mad protective. Now that I'm thinking about it. She I was hated overbearing. Gina. She hated Gina. She loved God and church. <laughs> She'd be in church. She was styling too. Mm, yes. That's debatable. She was a cook. She was like the 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 mama from she back in the mama. day who had her mama's biscuits. She was just what's the best mama pain one? I'm cheating a little bit because you are because but I'm scrolling. looking back at a but it's the funeral home. What funeral when, when home? Somebody funeral and she was freaking out when somebody died. Maybe it was when it was an episode where Oh they, yeah. Oh my god! Okay, what what episode is this? I'm making it up. I'd lie to say if I. Knew. I don't think What's... it's a funeral home. I think it's just church. I think it's just church, and I think it was Leon Lonnie Love's church that she was at, carrying on and acting a fool. Do you remember Leon Lonnie Love, Pam's crazy cousin? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, see, you gotta revisit. I have to revisit this. You got a lot of work to you do. You know what? Um, we know somebody that knows Martin front to back that can. Recite who Amanda? Uh, um, Sean. Oh, Sean's Amanda. Sean's yes. Amanda. Front yes. to back, yes. like that annoying kid that knew all the words of the Disney movies. That's Sean. I'm not From even Martin. mad because it's a it's my this... favorite all time episode though. Wait, I oh. gotta get through the characters. Hold right. that. Then we have White Bob. Loved him. Love hey, Gina. I love. <laughs> You're out of control. <laughs> this whole party's out of control. Yeah, and that dancer, he was like, oop, oop, <laughs> across the fucking side. Yo, he might be my favorite character. That's a great episode. He might be my favorite <laughs> he character. He's like, hey, Gina. And even the, <laughs> the movements. And David Lifton asked Martin about that. He was like, I, I, I realized that when you imitate a certain... Uh, Caucasian persuasion. <laughs> There's a voice and mannerisms that you take on. He was like, because we love y'all. We really do. But you guys, this is just how you are. <laughs> like White Bob when Gina went to that hotel room with yes. Pam on that business trip yes. and Martin thought he was cheating on her. Yes. That shit is I hilarious. I remember that. And he ordered all them pizzas <laughs> and ate all the pizza. <laughs> this whole party's out of control. White Bob was the man. Oh, his hair was great. He had that motherfucking full house haircut. Yes. <laughs> he is out here. This he is before Dave Chappelle ever even dared. Because remember, Dave Chappelle did it too, and he was the white. And so did um the Payne brothers. Yes, white chicks. But Martin, Martin's white character. Wayne brothers. I call them the Payne brothers. I know. I know who you were. I know what you were trying to do. Martin. No. White oh, white Bob. Bob. You did a good. You got a good impersonation. I have a hey Gina, Gina. But it's the it's the mannerisms you got to get because the hair's got to shake. Hey, hey Martin. Remember when he was Martin? Martin, listen here, man. I mean that guy. I got I'm gonna go back and watch all of this. 
You need to. Okay. Then, of course, we touched on... But what is... White Bob... White Bob was just white. He was just white. I don't know how else to... He was just... Enthusiastic. Yes. You know, unaware of his whiteness. (laughs) It's like every white guy. (laughs) Right. He's just white. Um, Then we have Roscoe. Who we touched on. Yo, I fuck with Roscoe. Roscoe needed... Roscoe was neglected. He was neglected. He was truant. He... He's bad. He needed a bath. He just needed... He needed... Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. He was manipulative as fuck. Very manipulative. (laughs) Um, Shanti would probably argue charming and endearing. I would not. I wanted to beat Roscoe's ass every time I saw him. I just love it knocking on the door. I can't do and it. And then he'd be on his knees like, Jesus, my mama said. He'd be like, I'm selling some cookies. <laughs> like, what? She was like, Roscoe. <laughs> Remember, oh, I, I never, it was actually really saddening to me because she finally bought something off of him and then he gave her the wrong change. And she was like, that's why you need to go to school. And I was like, that's actually really <laughs> that's sad. That's hilarious. That's actually really fucking sad that this young man can't count. Shout out to Roscoe. Um, shout out to all the Roscoes in the world because there's many. Uh, then we got we could hurry this last one, Mr. Otis, because we don't need to spend no time on Elroy and King Beef. I don't think. Well, Elroy, poor Elroy, he just wanted a platform. He just never got. He was just a mechanic and he wanted to sing. Don't you do do go. But wait, wait, that was a scene where her like her car broke her down. Car she broke was down bumped down. down. I swear to God, he was singing that song for probably ten minutes. <laughs> I know. That's a long time. Yes. And then didn't he have background singers and shit? Too? They sung it. They're like, no, no, good. Oh, that's an epic scene. <laughs> they Shanti, need to make these genius. In, they need to make this into a play. <laughs> that could be a play. It can't, it can't be one play because there's just too much going on. That's why it needed to be a series. But Mr. Otis. Mr. Otis, I think, is the average. <laughs> you are obsessed no. with him. No, good. I fuck with him. Everybody's gonna be pissed no, off because they're gonna be no, singing these songs. No, no. And his fucking belly. No. And his... <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was. That was his run. That was his run. Fucking, his belly and his belt <laughs> and just gyrating. And then he had that hair that was like it was like a pompadour hairstyle. That shit. Why they never had no fucking proper teeth though? Like, damn. Wait, next person, Mr. Otis. I just think Mr. Otis was the typical older black man who you couldn't tell shit. Like, he just was set in his ways. Shanti, stop Googling. Just hear you cracking up. He fucked up his body, though. You're still on on Elroy? No, Mr. Otis is fucked (laughs) up. Mr. Mr. Otis, is. was he a police officer or was he a security guard? Yeah. He wasn't no police officer. He's a security guard. But Mr. Otis had the moves, though. Mr. Otis would knock you the hell out. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the that is the typical older black American man. 
He probably was a police officer and then like retired or something and like couldn't take it and decided to be a security guard. Or he was never a police officer. Listen to you going all in. This is how this is how I do my character development. But okay, so Martin, we can stay on this show. Let's argue best episodes. I don't think you can have one. It's impossible. I do. Okay, go. The best episode is when they go on vacation. (laughs) And the puppy. And the fucking rat. (laughs) They kept calling it a puppy. I cracked. I was young. I was like JoJo's age. Cracking up. Them fighting. Pam fighting. First of all, Pam was fucking that joint up. She had the wild uppercut. Pam was the best. Um, opposite him, like her. Yes, she, her, just her movements and her ability to do the ad, because she was ad libbing too. Yeah, oh yeah, she could keep up with him. Listen, that's the. Be- I remember dying because it's hilarious watching that at a young age. But that's that's that had and it's memorable. <laughs> look at it. Look at it. Oh my god. <laughs> Look at him. Oh, but this leads me to another little known fact. Martin is a, a Golden Gloves winner. I could tell. I could like, see Like, he used to really box coming up in the day, which is why he was always trying to bring that into the fold of I the show. I Like, I would knock you out. Like, you can't do shit. But he was actually, he won the Golden Gloves, which is, and he said his weight, his weigh in, he was 90 pounds. <laughs> Oh my God, this is a good one. There are so many. This is a really great one. That's top on my list. I will also say when he thought they, when he was trying to figure out who stole his Discman, mm-hmm. and he has that scene where he has that dog, it's like, and he's walking around the table and he's got the dog barking. He's like, burr, burr. Uh, but it's a fucking stuffed animal dog. And everybody at the table is cracking up because they are like, bruh, we bring that one up. We cannot deal with you right now. Martin. Look, I just typed in Martin and dog scene popped up right away. This shit is like. I love the outfits. I'm bringing the 90s back. I'm... <laughs> Cole was so dumb. I, Cole was useless. No, he wasn't. I love Tommy. God, rest his soul. All right, we watch. Look at him. Look at him petting this fucking dog. <laughs> look, at look at him. Look at his stance. Martin is sitting here petting a... A stuffed animal. <laughs> what is that? A Rottweiler? Don't you all speak at once? <laughs> 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 he has the audacity to tell this stuffed animal dog to sit. He's crazy. Oh, watch. Now come on now. <laughs> As he walks. So now Martin is literally walking across the room as though he's walking Y'all this dog. Y'all gotta look this up. Just type in Martin dog scene in YouTube and you will see. Look, he's cracking up. <laughs> I can't. He's just a genius. Like that shit. You can't make that up. And there's no way that he looked at a script and that was written down. That was all him. He was just doing it. He is an artist. That This is a great episode. What's another one? I like 
the one when Biggie came because it mm-hmm. highlights how talented. Like these actors are so talented. Yeah. They can sing. Yes. I like the fucking nail salon. The nail salon one. Also the one where he fights for Gina's honor and he gets fucked oh up. Oh my God. <laughs> and he comes out <laughs> with his face smashed that's, like a pancake. That's a, a, a Halloween, y'all. These are <laughs> Halloween ideas. When she gets her head stuck in the, um, the bed. Miss, when he fought Miss Jerry in the train station. Because <laughs> she, she ain't want no tuna. Character. I love Miss Jerry. I and the her. fact that Miss Jerry would be rolling around on the ground with him as I old know. as she was. <laughs> I was like, this lady, this is insanity. When he had to go to the DMV, that shit was... Do you remember that? No. He had to get his license It was renewed. all day... In the DM, and it was insane. He was in there cutting. I gotta write this down. I gotta see up. this one. And then there's one more that's really good that I can't remember right now. This like on my top. I like when they first get when they first meet each other. Right? Is that the scene where they first meet each other? Well, and they what? Do they're, they're recalling how they. first I love met each other. that that the episodes would would um, fall into the next episode. Yeah. There'd be con- to be continued. There was a story that was a long there. ass one. I remember that yeah, one. Yeah, there was a storyline there. So all of this to say that Martin is a this whole, is our Black History Month. This is our Black. We're highlighting a Black historian, <laughs> a critical Black thinker, critical Black thinker. That because you know why innovative Black joy matters. <laughs> black joy, girl. He was out here. Okay, so let's talk about the impact of Martin. Because this is just Martin the show. Then he goes into uh, a thin line between love and hate, which he directed, wrote, produced, and was in almost every scene of the movie. Do you know how hard that is to direct a movie that you are- I didn't know are... he was directing it. Yes. We talking about it. He wrote it, he directed it, and he starred in it. Like, that's insane. And he did go insane. Right? We'll talk about that. Then he does Blue Streak, which everybody says most of the scenes were improv. That's a, Do you remember Blue Streak, that movie? It's like the, the bank heist kind of thing. Yeah, I, heard, I remember Bad Boys. I said Blue Streak. Yeah, but I remember Bad Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see my face? I'm trying to figure out where you're at. Like, what? Okay. It gets me nervous when y'all ask about movies and shit that I told you I don't... I've only seen three right, movies. Sis. Then he goes into... Oh, then he breaks Eddie Murphy's record for attendance at Radio City because he stand-up? does run till that. Well, he no, he did run till that in D.C., but he breaks the record for attendance at, during one of his stand-ups did before it. that. Then he... So th- before run till that, Martin has done Bad Boys at this point. He's really popping. He's like... What Kevin Hart wants to be right now, but Kevin, yeah. if Kevin Hart was funny, even Ooh. though he's from Philly, I said it and I meant Ooh. it. I don't think he's that funny anymore. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. His and what is interesting when, as a black comedian, I don't feel like he's created enough of his own content, Who? like uh, Kevin Hart. 
Like he went from doing his stand up, creating his own content to doing Hollywood and starring in a lot of films that weren't necessarily written by him or mm-hmm. didn't come from him versus right. Martin, Martin versus Eddie Murphy were like Chris this was Rock, their like, yeah it this was is their, their babies. stuff Dave Chappelle Dave Chappelle like this is right he's walking in getting a script and just yeah. being, and being the same Kevin character yeah. in every single movie whereas yeah. Martin he was getting Martin in every movie you knew what you was going to get with Marty Mar but it was from him and yeah. it wasn't the TV show all over again. No. He was like And it's from his he's creating it. Right. It's from him. So then Martin has, you know, with fame and with all, you know, he's getting money now. He got Biggie on the show. Oh, that was the, I'm so sorry. That was the other episode, the Jodeci episode. Yes. When he was like, who yes. <laughs> that was his run. He was like, who we and he went out there. <laughs> Yes! That Jodeci episode takes me out every damn time. Anyway, at this point, you know, he's... And he loved Jodeci. He loved Jodeci. At this point, you got Biggie on your show. You got Jodeci. Mm. You got all these, like... You got the boy from um, Good... Not Good Times. What was his name? I forget his name now. It wasn't Good Times. But a bunch of actors that, like, you know, are dabbing him up. Like, yo, it's you right now. Not even your next. It's you right now. Martin then, unfortunately, as many artists do... We don't really know the story, though. Well, he told it. Oh, good. I got to watch that. Yeah. Um, basically, from what he said, he uh, smoked some weed that was possibly not only weed. Not really sure. Oh, that's what happened? Yeah, he said he just smoked weed. Who knows if that's really the case? Martin was... <laughs> he said he, he was like, what the dope man that sold me? He says that in his stand-up, but he also said on the interview where he was like, you know, had some weed with some potent shit. I don't know what was up with that. And he was like, his mind started to just race. And he was just like, yo, go run right now. Go run right now. But he had on a garbage suit or some shit. He <laughs> on a Missy Elliott outfit. <laughs> he was running down the street and he also had a gun. And he said he had a gun because he was like, I was popping. Everybody, everybody wanted what I had. Like, I'm still, he was like, I was born in Germany, but I'm still from the hood. Like, I know. He was like, I grew up in the projects. If you pop it like that, you know, people are going to want what you have. I have to protect <laughs> myself. He was like... So he was in running Beverly Hills. <laughs> right. He was running on a fucking highway <laughs> with his drawers or some shit. No, with in a, a gun. hot suit. In a hot suit? Like oh, a God. hot. Oh, right, right. In a track suit. suit. A, a to, garbage yeah. joint, a heated joint. Right. That was unfortunate. Nope. But then he goes to gets arrested for that. Then he um, is released and he gets into a fight at. Uh, I think a club or a bar or something. He unraveled. He unraveled. He talk, he, and Dave Chappelle, when Dave Chappelle does his into the actor's unit, whatever the fuck that shit's called. Inside the actor's <laughs> studio. Into the actor's unit. Lord. Why would you do that? <laughs> was called? Why would you say that? <laughs> In the apartment. I know it's some kind of small space. <laughs> In the studio. He talks about how Martin, like the pressure... Yes. With all of that success, fucks with people. But it's not just the success. Well, Martin took it a step further and said, imagine being the person with working on a multi-million dollar project 
who's responsible for directing, writing, producing, and putting on a brilliant performance. Mm -hmm. And he was like, like, when you sit, he was like, think about sitting there and writing a movie. Then think about sitting there and thinking about every character within the movie, right? Then, and, and developing them. Then sit and think about your own character and making sure that you know your lines and you know what the deal is. Yeah. And then think about having to direct it, to think about how the scene needs to be shot. He wasn't practicing self-care. No, well, he said his self-care was weed, that he would be like, I need to fucking relax. Release with angel dust. Right. <laughs> that he was just like, I am... I'm I'm too wound up. Mm-hmm. I'm too stressed out. Yeah, Quincy Jones talked about it in his documentary. Absolutely, that kind of pressure. So he unravels at that point. Yeah, and then he, he was fucking with Gina. We don't know that because we don't know what the hell happened because that never really came out. Believe that was women. rumored. That was rumored, and she's talking about how she's going back on the show now. So I I'm it's confusing. She also wants to be a singer, so she's confusing. She wants to be Beyonce. We're gonna have you her seen alone. her stuff? <laughs> yes, it makes Chill. me happy because Jade of all Jades from Getting Grown the XD podcast <laughs> sends me her videos all the time. They have a big thing on Jade and XD where they have like a it's like a, a segment. Gina segment <laughs> she's, where they talk about what she's what's doing. What's her name? Uh, Campbell. Campbell. She tripping. But anyway, he does this and then he has a stroke. Oh, I did not know. Oh, yes. That man had a whole stroke. He, he was unconscious for, I believe, it's either two or four days wow. in the hospital on ventilator. Had a stroke due to severe di- um, dehydration and exhaustion. That. He was doing too much. Doing too much. Oh. Doing too much. And I'm sh- and then he even alludes that he was doing too much in his personal life as well with the women, with, well, with women, with everything. And drugs, probably. and Right. And so he said that when that happened, it really hit him like, okay. Which is why you see his face all puffy now. That's a symptom of the stroke. And why he's physically not as comedic. Because he had to relearn how to use his motor skills. Black History Month. Talk about it, Antoinette. Who are we doing next? (laughs) We got to do somebody next. By that time, Black History Month is going to be over, child. Uh, Black History Year. Year. I like how we said that at the same time. We're in sync. Unity. Our rhythm is together. Oh my Listen God. to the sex podcast for more information on that. It's like I'm playing. But no, it's amazing. You just got uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's really amazing to see how he persevered out of that because he was rich at that point. Well, I, I even believe that I think that he owed taxes and shit because, you know, Negroes get rich and they don't. They don't realize how Bitches much you be have to broke pay. and don't pay taxes. <laughs> right. So <laughs> you really got to pay your taxes if you're rich. And then from all that, right, he, he obviously takes a break. He's gone for a while. Everybody's like, damn, the rise and fall of another star. Count him out. You know, critics, he's don't gone. He's crazy. Marty Mar out. You don't count Marty Mar out because then Marty Mar comes out with Big Mama's house. No, he had already <laughs> comes out with run, tell that. Oh, get it. Which I think run tell that is genius because after he's in the street acting up, he gets arrested, he's waving a gun, he gets arrested, he got into a fight at a club, gets arrested, had a stroke, <laughs> hospitalized, <laughs> old, old people back taxes, all kinds of shit going on. Smoking stardust. Stardust. <laughs> this dude comes out and he basically pulled a Drake on us. He basically was like, I'm going to say everything about myself first before you motherfuckers can say it. 
So and he came out and talked directly to the critics. He said, "Y'all could kiss my ass. I'm Martin. I'm here." Yeah. And he goes out there and he makes fun of the fact that he was. He has a whole. Se- Do you remember that he has mm-hmm. a whole segment on Run Tell That where he's literally running like this in a leather <laughs> outfit <laughs> because he's reenacting and he's making fun of himself. And so because that shit he, is funny. He basically takes that and disarms everyone. He basically, and it's genius how he's like, I'm not going to go out there and ignore it. It's just like Drake being like, you getting body by a singing nigga. It's the same thing. Like, Meek, you can't say nothing about me now because I already said it. So if you go back and repeat what I said, I already said it. Make it make it relevant, Internet. That's right. I'm serious. I'm serious. That's what it is, Connect though. the motherfucking But dust. it's genius. I, listen, if we ever fuck up out here, we got to come out and make fun of it. Okay? We got to get ahead of that shit. All right? I already wrote my diss record for myself. <laughs> oh, my God. I never did. But I'm serious. Like, that is another... And I'm sure he has a team behind him that helps propel him forward. But that is, like... That's a smart tactic. And not everybody does that. And I think from there on, he's really, or from what he says, and from what some people have said, he's really put himself in a position to propel other artists forward. Yeah, I like heard that too. Monique uh-huh. credits him, even though she, child, Monique. I fuck with Monique. I fuck with her too, because I understand what she's saying about Netflix and Oprah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you and what's see- his face? Uh, Lee Daniels. So mm-hmm. I agree. I don't think her, the way she went about it was the best, but you know. She was looking great, taking care of herself. She is doing her uh, dance routines, even though I don't know what's going on with her husband. But she said that Martin was the person, where's the quote? Oh, that he said to her, don't ever let anyone, don't ever let anyone tell you what you can't have. Say it again. Don't ever let anyone tell you what you can't have. Martin. And she said from there, that was when her career took off because she started to demand certain things and deals. And that was when she fucked around with Netflix. <laughs> right. But this was, but I'm saying he said that to her like before she yeah. had really popped off yeah. yet. And he was like, don't you, don't let anybody tell you what you cannot have. You go into these meetings and you make demands, mm. make your demands known. Like you're worth it basically. And he's had a hand in a lot of, I mean, not only with Def Comedy Jam, but like even now, that they talk about how he mentors a lot of these young artists coming up. And I just think that that... And they have a new Bad Boys coming out with Will Smith. Exactly. I think that it's just come really full circle for him, that there's going to be peaks and valleys. But he came out on top, and he's left us... With gems. With gems, with such a just... just Increpitable. Increpitable. What? (laughs) With a plethora. Oh! Ooh! Fuck up! Ah! Vocabulary! <laughs> With a plethora <laughs> of dope shit. <laughs> no, really. I mean, his, his um, what is it called? His catalog. Catalog. I don't know if that's what it's That's what I wanted to say, yes. Thank you. His catalog is impeccable. It really is. And for a while before Dave Chappelle came and smashed it, no. Martin was, his series was the leading series for to ever be um, released on Fuck that. Like, DVD. And also, like, it was black as fuck. It was like, black as white fuck. White people tapped Let's into... Let's talk about that. Um, white people tapped into Dave Chappelle and was like, oh, that, you know, and that's what made him so uneasy. 
right. was how it was such a big exactly. consumption. White people were consuming it and like including themselves in inappropriate ways and all of the references. But like Martin, you you gotta be a down ass white person to know what the fuck. You know exactly, and the other it thing it was for black people. It was interesting. I was reading up on this because I wasn't allowed to watch Martin growing up. My dad was like, "No," because my dad's thing was I was kind of like a class clown sometimes. Like I had my moments, and he was like, "If I give her this, she really not going to have to act." And then he was like, "Half of it's inappropriate," and then it made my mom uncomfortable sometimes because <laughs> she's white. That's a long story, but now she thinks it's like silly and hilarious, but. Martin came on network television. It came on Fox. And that was when Fox wasn't even, like, it wasn't considered one of the top networks at that time. And that show, from my research, helped propel Fox to become, like, a really leading contender in that night primetime category. Because they didn't have, they had a void. Because if you remember, it was Living Single, it was just blackity black as fuck. It was living single Shout and then Martin. That. Shout out to that era. We got to bring that back. Right. It was living single, Martin. It was black it excellence was, on top of it. Um, what? Sister, sister. It was all these like black ass shows. But Martin was the one that like really pushed the envelope. Living single did a bit, but not as much as Martin. And I think that for that time period and for that time slot that he filled, like he was in people's homes. You know, like, it was, like, a thing. When I was finally allowed to watch it, it was, like, a thing to come and sit, get home, and watch Martin as a family. Like, it, oh, really? It was, like, I, a see, ritual. I don't, I don't know many white people that know, that were, like, consuming it the same way that they did Dave Chappelle. I didn't know it was, like... I'm talking about black homes, oh. um, It was, mostly. like, I don't well, know didn't it go homes. on UPN? Yeah, it's on UPN. Now it's on BET. Like, it's syndicated, so he's still getting checks off of this. You know what his check must be? He wrote it, starred in it. Get it, Martin. Like, his checks are crazy. Black history with around the way curls. (laughs) The other Martin. The other. other, That needs to be the title of the episode. (laughs) The other that we can end with. Black history. Celebrating Martin. Right. Celebrating Martin. Parents. His name is not Payne. I know, but we can say that. No, I, I think maybe we should end the episode with like a Martin Luther King speech <laughs> that I can find because Fox will sue the shit out of us if I put a Martin thing on there. Um, I have a dream. I don't uh, know. Yeah. Well, if you're a young person listening to this, get it together and watch the goddamn get show toge- so that you know what we're talking It makes me about. sad though because when I put this on for people, like I put it on for Kara and she's like, it's okay. Because they're so they're used to such a different kind of comedy. Humor, right? It's just so different now. They're used to like really dry kind of humor. And his humor is so animated and physical yeah. that it kind slapstick. of seems like slapstick and silly, like cartoonish almost. And you and, and he actually credits a lot of his inspiration to cartoons. He's like, like watching Bugs Bunny. Watching like yeah, you know, I'll just try and move like Bugs Bunny. <laughs> but I'm serious, like that's what he grew up around. So it's so interesting where you get your influence. Like I feel like Martin is a real version of like a black ass cartoon. <laughs> like it's like a black ass cartoon with like real people. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's what I'm seeing. I'm like Martin is a fucking bad yo. He's a, he's a genius. And he, I last thing since it is Black History Month. I would argue, because it's a lot of, 
scholars and hoteps out there that think coonery and buffoonery. What'd you say? Coonery and buffoonery. I would argue that Martin achieved this without selling us out. But why he had to put on a dress, though? Right. It seemed like every black comedian that's every a man, man got to put on a dress. So put on a dress. We're because not going to be gender conforming anyway. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Now we can say that. <laughs> right. Actually, it showed he was progressive in his gender <laughs> fluidity. Bloop. But but I will say, if you do go back and watch episodes, a lot of what Martin says is problematic as fuck and now. it's funny. Problematic shit is funny. Exactly. I don't fuck what anybody <laughs> says. I... <laughs> Listen. You know what else is really prob- like really problematic, like really sexist, like uncomfortable sexist? Like they make like date rate jokes and shit. Frasier. I've been rewatching oh, Frasier well. and I'm like, yo, this is uncomfortable Internet, mostly because y'all I are can't. white. Anyway, Martin. I never. I want y'all to celebrate Martin. I want the y'all other to, the other Martin. This is this is the episode. He's still a king in my eyes. You see how, what I did there? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to write a sitcom. <laughs> we should have a sitcom. <laughs> Oh my God! Take your time. Watch Martin. Take your time. It's a part of yourself. This part is internet self care. It, it is. It is. Laughter gives. It, laughter Black joy matters. matters. It does. And he was doing us all a service. He was doing us all a service when shit was hard. That was during like the fucking war on drug bullshit. He was giving people some release. He was giving people a way to, to escape their and and to just be happy and it was for just a black moment. Excellence without right. the stereotypes. Like yeah, he has Shanady in there, but Shanady, I'm I'm turning <laughs> off. I'm turned off now. Man scene. It's over. Shanady. <laughs> 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 yes. No, but they were what cell. Gina was doing her thing. They were talented. They yeah. were professional. And Pam they was better nice than Gina. Part. That's all. High five. Oh, the workout video. Remember the High workout five. one when he didn't want the he wanted everybody to get fit? Yes. I just thought of that because he had that chocolate girl on from a different who was on a different world. Remember her? No. She was go- what? She I was gorgeous. She it. was the instructor. And I just remember being like, who is this? Shout out to all the cameos that he had. Yes. All the yes. bad black that bitches one, that, that was <laughs> Oh my God. I wish you could have seen my... All the bad black bitches. <laughs> that she says this with a fucking head wrap on. A goddamn onk. No, I don't. What is that on I your neck? I onk. I'm sorry. I'm over... Onks are canceled for me. Why? I get it, but like... It's Black History Month, Shanti. It's canceled. Why are onks canceled? I don't have any onks either. It's just too hotepy. Don't look at my room because I don't have no onks, bitch. I, I just, it's like the peace sign. It's like, yeah, it's cool. It represents good thing. It's like yin and the yang, but like, it's a little stop it. Out. I do not want to see an onk on you. <laughs> Why are you so mad? I am. All right. Internet, we got to end this because I'm getting angry now. I need I some black joy in my life. Also, I'm hungry. What? Well, we have another I've episode. I've been working Oh, What's the music shit. for this? I'm a I'm a legitimately put a Martin Luther it King speech. It should be Don't you know no good. I wonder if I could buy that. I don't think I can. Don't you know no good. Maybe it should just be you singing it. Ready? Let's sing it. Don't you know no good. <laughs> when we're done. <laughs> and with that, oh no takeaway. What's the takeaway? Go I watch Martin. Go, I need to go back and watch some Martin. You get my do because you don't know shit about. You pissing me off. That was a bit rude. I apologize. (laughs) 
I'll end it before that. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we out. You gonna say it or not? No. <laughs> you have just heard an around away curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Aroundaway Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good.